Welcome back to the Bread Therapy Mama podcast. Today, I have a special guest, Marie, who is a medicinal herbalist and holistic therapist based in the UK, and she specializes in women's health, and she's super passionate about people using herbs in their lives for all the family. And I loved talking to her because she gave some good tips and insight for how to add herbalism into your daily routine and into your family when maybe those around you are a little weary about it or just more into the conventional side of medicine. And I love that she just isn't 100% into the holistic approach and she finds this balance of both. So it is a great interview and I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm Miranda Lee, and you're listening to the Bread Therapy Mama podcast, a show created for moms who want to feed their families foods that heal them, not hurt them. Food was meant to be our medicine, and the best way to do that is by focusing on the ingredients, not the calories. Here, you'll find everything you need to know about holistic nutrition sprinkled with some motherhood, faith, and non-toxic living along the way. I can't wait to grow with you. Let's dive in. Hi, Marie. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Brilliant. Looking forward to it. And can I just say what a great name for your podcast, Bread Therapy. I mean, it just says everything, doesn't it? Comforting, a bit of therapy. And who doesn't like making bread? I thought that was just such a genius name. Sorry, that was just like hit me when I was looking at it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and who also doesn't like eating bread, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, everyone does. Like, even if you don't, if you're not meant to eat it, you still do it. It's a real, really good comfort food, I have to say. But yeah, it is. It is. It really is. Especially, um, like, there's just something different about eating the bread that like you actually make. Like, totally new appreciation, and that's something I never experienced until until I started making my own bread. And I'm like, wow, like this and I'm sure it's like it's like that with herbs too like I've just started my own herb garden um but you know I do not know much about it so I'm so excited to like pick your brain about like the power of herbs and stuff so so yeah I'm, I'm really excited to talk about that before we dive in can you introduce yourself and tell our listeners who you are and what you do and what got you into herbalism yeah exactly so I'm Marie Mulcahy I'm Irish basic heritage, but I live in the UK, born in the UK. Um, There's so many different definitions of herbalist. I'm a medical herbalist, which means I'm trained to the level of a, what we call, well, you probably call an MD, but in the UK we call a GP. So a medical doctor, that's the level we're trained in. So we're trained in all the scientific treatment of illness and health and everything, but we treat people with herbs. So basically, we make things called tinctures, which are herbs that are extracted in alcohol. We make teas, we make creams, anything you can think of, you can make. So even if you think of supplements, sometimes some of our patients, they they can't take a tea, they just rather take a supplement. So we actually put the dried herbs into a capsule, so it's like a supplement. So we work across all of those. Um, and I've been practicing for... God, seven, maybe seven years now. So I did my degree way back. I can't think of it. It seven years ago. And it was like a long journey to get here. I'd done my first degree back in the 80s. It was like an arts degree. Went on a path, PR, marketing, working in charities. Then was kind of thinking about 
longer term as I got older, I wanted something to sustain me, something I could do regardless of what I was doing. So I went back and I started again. I had to start with a foundation course in sciences, which was not my area of expertise. And they went and did my degree part time because I needed to, you know, pay my mortgage and everything. And that's where I went. That's how I got here. And I'm so yeah, practicing so originally from London. Now I live up in the northwest of the UK and practice up here. So I practice it's self-employed basically. So you can't work for anyone as a herbalist. And that's it. So um yeah. So I don't grow my I mean I do grow bits of herbs, but I don't as a rule grow my own herbs because you need such a vast amount of herbs. And I basically get in the tinctures and make things either at home or I've got a dispensing service to make things up for me. But tea is obviously easy. I make them up at home for my I've got everyone has like the preferred suppliers. So that's, and I kind of specialize in women's health because naturally that's what I fell into. But I mean, I treat anyone, children, women, regardless. But it's just like women seem to be more tuned in. I don't know, it sounds like, sounds like really cliche with herbal medicine, but they're much more open to it. And I think that's women in general, their kind of attitude of, we'll try something natural because we've tried the conventional that's not working. So let's do this. And that's, that's how it is. And that's where I'm at. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I completely agree because I'm all I'm all like into the more holistic, natural way of life. And my husband's like, just take a Tylenol. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Because no. it's easy. It's easy. And they want it. And it's understandable because I come across it all the time with, you know, men in my life and other and that male patients. They want a quick fix. And it's quite a, it's and with herbs, it's not a quick fix you get there and you get fantastic results but it takes time and you and so when you see a patient you always say to them like you know come to see you hey it's not a quick fix it could take three six longer months you've got to put in the long haul and um but also i always say to them within two weeks they will get they will notice a difference and it's a significant difference some people notice quicker but they have to kind of just bear with it and go with it and um that's it. And then you have to say to people, well, how long have you been living with this illness? Like, you know, six, eight years and you're not going better. So what is it like a few months with a, someone who knows what they're going to do? It's going to treat you holistically to get you where you need to be and to keep you there. It's not just about getting people well. It's about keeping people well, because I have lots of patients that started with me and now they're on maintenance doses of of their medicine just to keep them well because they know they don't they don't want to go back to where they come from and you know no one wants to so I guess the first question I have for you is why should we want to take a more holistic um herbal approach to healing disease instead of the conventional like quick fix approach yeah exactly well I think that's a really easy to answer because the convent, well, there's, I, I'm not anti-conventional because I can make that clear. So there's certain things that you wouldn't go to a herbalist for, like if you broke your leg or you needed some, you know, like a routine operation, you wouldn't go to a herbalist. You'd go the conventional route, but you would go to a herbalist, say pre-operation to get you ready to get your body in a good shape. So it's a kind of a mixture of both, but herbalism is great for those niggling things that you've got going on it could be simple things like say hay fever you suffer for hay fever so the conventional approach doesn't really work for things like hay fever or if you if we come back to women's conditions like female hormones so 
so much yeah you could go if you're at the older end of the scale you're on hrt yes you can take hrt but hrt doesn't work for everyone but a herbal approach like a herbal hrt would work it it depends on what you want and what you need and and herbs just even simple things like in the winter for common colds we know you can't get rid of a common cold or a flu they you just kind of have to burn them out you can take the sort of over-the-counter medications but they're not great and they feel make you feel groggy but with herbs you're always going to feel you're going to feel better and you're not going to have the after effects so that's really important so it's not saying don't go conventional but it's what have you gone conventional and where's it got you because most people and most herbalists will tell you this when people come to see a herbalist when they've tried everything they've tried all the conventional it's not got there they're not getting the results very i mean there's a tiny percentage of people it's just it's in their ethos to be you know they're very clean living they don't want to take chemicals and they'll come to us but a lot of people will be like exhausted i've tried all of these things they've not worked i'm going to go the herbal route so that's what it is and there's nothing that we cannot um work with there's obviously certain areas that um are more sensitive so say for example like you know the, the sort of scale like say someone's going through cancer and uh, that condition like serious condition i'm not saying we wouldn't work with someone with cancer but we'd be really sensitive um to where they're at and what we can do and how we can support so we could support for things like if they're going through chemo that horrible feeling that chemo leaves you know we could give them something that they can take pre-chemo post-chemo just to support them so it really does fit everywhere but it's because we are holistic and we do look at what medication they're on, what they're working with, what other health professionals. So we really blend in. We're part of the whole jigsaw. So there's no reason why you wouldn't use us. But we just it's about it's very much supporting and working with. And sometimes some people just want they really want an intense. Say they want, I don't know, herbal detox, even things like weight loss. But we wouldn't call it weight loss. We'd say, OK, let's we'd help you work with your liver work better or work your pancreas better so you're not you're not retaining water that you're breaking down you know the sugars in your body and you're going to lose weight we wouldn't say oh come to us for weight loss but we'd work with so it's virtually anything there's no reason why you wouldn't but we we take that's why we take a full case history on the first consultation to understand where you're what you're what's bringing you to us and why and then if it was if it turns out that we couldn't help you we just say we can't help you we're not going to sort of take your time and money we can't help you and then there's certain areas again that would be quite sensitive various mental health um yes we can work with people with various age you know types of mental health but again really sensitive to what um conventional drugs they're on and work with them and often we we see a lot of people that come to us that want to come off the conventional mental health drugs because they've been on them a long time and again really careful approach reduce reduce herbs reduce herb you know what i mean and it's just it's really each person so different that you really have to take each person that's what we are as an individual we don't just say okay you've got digestive issues you need this because digestive issues could have an emotional factor they could have a past you know a younger child aspect there could be so many things going on and you have to really understand the person and their environment their their current environment their past environment you, you build a picture before you sort of rush out and go have this yeah I really like that you said that like you're not anti-conventional because I feel like a lot of people just assume that if like you're into like holistic medicine or herbs or just you know don't turn to conventional medicine first they just assume like yeah, yeah. that you're anti and no, it's no, so no. not true 
no it's so not true no 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 and that would go that would totally go against my training so anyone who's gone through uh i know in the states it's different it's different training and, and like here we've got a really a long tradition of training through universities now not so many because all the university courses have been cut because of funding but but all the university courses were, were set up with a really strong consulting like based on these sort of like the uk gp model and and health and we have to understand health and conventional way of treating and all of that so because we've got that knowledge we can't just ignore it we have to understand the condition and if there's something that's not appropriate we're not going to say oh take this bunch of herbs it's going to sort you and it's not because you know that person it might just not work especially like mental health is an area you have to be so careful or something like let's think of a really serious condition something like parkinson's which again a degenerative disease you know it's again it's it's one of those you, we can't turn around and say to someone yes i can stop your parkinson and get you back so you're not going to be able to or ms or something like multiple sclerosis we'll say no what's your consultant doing for you just we'll say okay we can support you this we can help you improve your digestion so it's about making people's lives more comfortable but it's not saying stop and that, you know, because that would just be so unethical. And that would, we, my, my insurance would go out the window, I would be, be able to insure. But it's just logic as well, because we're sensible. We do know, like, if I've got something particular going on, I would go conventional. I've used conventional medicine, I still would. But it was depending on what I needed it for. And I'd say that to patients. So I'd have patients that, I've got an example of my patients that she's got very serious um liver condition very serious um hepatitis but very serious so she's on conventional drugs but she's also on the herbs because but we're balancing them because she gets so much benefit out of the herbs and she's gradually reducing down her conventional drugs but i don't want to upset her consultant so i just go really sensitive to what he's prescribing make sure my drugs my drugs my herbs don't interact but she gets the best of both worlds so that's the way that's a really nice way of doing it but i would never say to her just come totally this way because it's not She's got a long way to go. She's got a lot of recovery to do because the liver is a big organ. And she's had a lot of damage. And there's lots of things that have gone in the past that have caused that. So you just, it's like that every single person is different. So you have to spend time with them and really understand them. And if it's not right, you just say, this is not right for you. I can't help you. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it is so true that there's just like a a place like for both of them in your life yeah and I feel like now yeah. we want like instant satisfaction and gratification where we aren't willing to put in the time and effort for a more holistic approach like for, with the simple things like oh I have a headache or you know I have allergies or maybe like yeah. um like <laughs> some eczema or something so what are some um like things that we would normally just put a Band-Aid on with conventional medicine that's actually super easy to treat with herbs. Yeah, coming like touching what you said about eczema and skin conditions. That's the perfect, really lovely one because with skin conditions in the conventional sense, they, they tend to give people steroids, you know, these awful basically creams that thin the skin. So easy to work with those. You could make. You, you could buy in a good, like if you've got a good quality um, health food store near marigold cream. Marigold cream is basically for marigolds, which you grow in your garden, you know. So basically you can take a marigold cream, use it on the skin and use that for eczema. 
and you could add a little little tincture of things like there's something called blue chamomile and you'd add drops of that or essential oils really simple ones um digestive things like chamomile tea you know, just get good quality chamomile tea double bag it for stomach problems you know like if you've got like, oh like really gassy stomach or something or if you had I don't know you've got something in your eye chamomile tea bags pull it on your eye it'll clear it out coming to he headaches there's a herb and you can grow this in your garden called feverfew which is for headaches you could grow that dry it make a tea out of it easy it will work just as quickly as your you know what we I mean whatever your analgesics you use in the United States are so really simple things like that so oats are really sent like really good for cleansing the skin calming it down so things like plantain um plantain is this sort of um like a weed that grows in your garden you can just you could just get that just shred it up and put it into um a jar with some aloe vera and let it sit there and that would kill off bugs or that would just heal the skin so easily and they're just not easy things to do yeah wow yeah because my my, <laughs> my son right now is um starting to get eczema and you know he's only one year old and I would love to have a more holistic, natural approach. So that's so cool that you can, you know. So I will send that to you afterwards. I'll send you a recipe that you can make up for him. So yeah, that's because they, what they'll do, they'll do with him. They will put him on the on the cortisone cream. So basic, what you can do for now is just bake. You don't even have to make this up. You can just go to a good health food shop, get marigold cream, start using that on him. Also, his diet, reduce back dairy. You know, it's just so plant-based. I know it sounds, it sounds, it's, you know, it sounds like, but reduce the dairy because the dairy basically um, exacerbates these skin conditions. If he's one, you can, if you can get him on it, goat's milk is amazing. Get him in goat's milk. Even if you just get him not to drink, because he might not want to drink it because it's a kind of a quiet taste, but goat's milk yogurt, really amazing. So that's a different type of dairy. It will just really eliminate all those things. But marigold cream, if don't try and avoid the cortisone cream because that's what they'll try and put you on but if they do what you do you start mixing up a jar of so they do cortisone cream and then you so like you take half of it into another jar and then you take half of your marigold cream and you mix the two together and then you just work through it and work through it and you keep reducing down the cortisone cream so that it's dominating marigold that will work but it diet's really important and you need to get um because it's all to do with gut health and it's because it's so difficult. And there's so many environmental around at the moment. So if you can get um, a baby probiotic, which you can get and get it into him, that will really help. Getting his gut in a really good shape will help all of that. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'm I, that's exactly what I told my doctors. I said, you know, I know that skin conditions are linked to gut health. And yeah, my doctor was like, no, just, you know, some kids just get skin conditions. And I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. So no, it's good to hear that from you because I, I do agree that it's linked to gut health and I'm going to try, um, you know, goat's milk because, you know, he is breastfed, but he will be, you know, transitioning to, you know, what they're supposed to say cow's milk, but I have done some research on goat's milk that their body does process it a lot better than the dairy absolutely yeah and it, yeah and it and you'll notice such a change it really turns around children's eczema it's just there's so many sizes on it 
And you can also, and you, I'm sure you'll get the stakes because there'll be different companies you work with. There's something here called Nanny Care, and they're probably in the States as well. And it's basically dried, um, dried powdered milk for children, but it's a goat's milk version. So if you can, if you can get that into mix, like you've got your breast milk, and then maybe the Nanny Care, and get it into him that way. That's it's really good. It's really good, and he'll digest it. He won't notice. It's just like I don't want to interfere with your, you know, what you're doing because breast is best, as they say, and do that. But that get that in, and that makes such a difference. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm definitely gonna gonna be trying that because my my husband struggles with eczema, um, and you know, uh, I know I know a portion of it is definitely genetic. So my son being yes, prone of course to, it is. Yeah. to getting yeah. eczema, so. But my, my husband's also very um, weary about the whole holistic approach. So that's going to be really cool. I think I'm going to have my husband try the marigold cream too, because he does yeah. cortisone cream every day. He will too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically balance it out, balance it half, half, and then and then keep reducing just up, 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 up marigold, of course. And then he'll see the difference. You won't need the cortisone cream again. It'll just go and he'll just have the marigold. You won't even think about it. But also get him, try to get him onto the goat's milk as well. But like, does he drink, does he drink cow's milk? Or what does he drink at the moment? Or does he drink milk at all? He, he doesn't really drink milk, but there's definitely products with milk in it. Like, you know, conventional cheese and stuff like that. Yeah. That yeah. he does have. Try and get, I know, because goat's cheese is a bit of a funny one, but get, get him to try. But get, getting the goat's milk in any way you can it'll really help him and he needs a really good probiotic because if he's he's got the genetic he's had that so it's past generation get him on a really good probiotic to get his gut health improved and that will really make a difference but it's also especially in adults eczema is um it's stress related so he could have had trauma in childhood that's caused this and that's happened so it's trying to get him It'll be difficult if he's not really healthy, but thinking about how he manages his stress because managing his stress is going to manage his skin. So it's all those things. It's getting him mm. to think about those things. So, yeah, because he definitely has a very stressful job. So I'm sure that did not help. Yeah, yeah, it's understand. Yeah, I can imagine it's not, it's really easy to say, oh, just cut down your stress, but it's like thinking about how he manages it. I want to take a quick break from today's episode to tell you about my favorite diaper brand, Diaper, D-Y-P-E-R. I'm all about using cloth diapers. I think they're great, but sometimes it is just unrealistic and we do need to use disposable diapers. Whether we're out and about, traveling, or at daycare, I need to make sure that I have a good quality brand diaper that is also good for the environment and for my baby. These eco-friendly diapers are better for your baby and the planet too because they are chemical-free, lotion-free, alcohol-free, latex-free, perfume-free, everything. And that's why I love them. And they are also made from bamboo. So they are soft on your baby's skin while still being extra absorbent to handle your baby's biggest accidents. They are also compost-friendly with their re-diaper program and they contribute a percentage of every product purchase to plastic reduction efforts, making their product plastic neutral. So I've partnered with Diaper to get you guys a free diaper bag with your first subscription order through Diaper. With my link, it's just 
bit.ly slash free diaper with a Y bag. So bit.ly slash free diaper bag. I'll put the link in the show notes. But yeah, it's a great $69 diaper bag that you get completely for free with your first purchase through diaper. So make sure to go check them out. And I hope you guys love them as much as I do. All these things like are connected, you know, like your gut health, you know, connected to your skin and then, you know, also connected to, you know, your mental health and your mental health connected to your skin too. Like everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. so vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you could get him, well, let's see, let's get him on the Marigold King, stop that. And if you could get him, I don't know what he drinks during the day. Does he drink teas or coffee or what does he do? Do you know? Yeah, you're, you're not going to like this answer, but he definitely drinks energy drinks. Okay. Yeah, no, that's it. Well, well, the thing with the energy drinks, I know why he's doing it to keep his energy levels up and because of his stress, but they're affecting his gut. And they're, if you say to him, they're stopping his body absorb the nutrients he needs, which is leading to stress. So if he could swap out the energy drinks for something like a green tea, which is still energy boosting, or any of the... Um, there's so many now and you get in the health food stores like there'll be equivalent of energy drinks, but they'll have things like what we call adaptogens in there, which boost your energy naturally and they'll taste fine. So it's just kind of getting into experiment things, because if you just say energy drinks full of sugar, full of chemicals, making his gut worse, which is in turn making his export worse. Try an energy drink from the health food shop, which is full of packs with B vitamins and all those things that he needs but with a, a natural base, he'll, he'll get the benefits without the, you know, the, the nasties that are actually causing more problems. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try that because yeah, like, like we were saying, everything's like all connected. So, you know, yeah. herbs can only do so much if you're not changing everything else, like your, yeah, exactly. your diet. Your You've got to make that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's got to make that conscious, um, decision it's about what he wants does he does he want to have better health does he want to improve obviously his job is not going to you know his job's not going anywhere but if he can manage his health and it's um why the adaptogens are so important because they they help the body deal with stress so they boost your energy help the body deal with stress so if he gets them into his diet by doing his herbal energy drinks that'll make such a difference so things like that or he can take supplements like um Let's think something like astragalus is a really nice supplement. You can take it. Anything like turmeric, that's anti-inflammatory. But these things, he just needs all these things to help his pathways to heal. So mm-hmm. he needs to go and see a herbalist near you. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I agree. Think about, but it's long term. He's got to think mm-hmm. about long term. And, you know, like he wants to carry, he's got a lot of years ahead of the workplace and he needs to be in better health. So he doesn't want, because all of these things, they're going to, he's fine now while he's young, but as he gets older, they're going to, they're going to basically metamorphose into, you know, illness and horrible chronic diseases where he can stop that now if he just did a few tweaks, because he's always already vulnerable. If he's got something like eczema, he's, his system's already vulnerable. So he's got to, yeah, he's got a plan for the future, like he would in his business, like always work. He plan ahead. I need to earn X amount of dollars, but if I'm not well, I can't do that. He's got to really think bigger picture. But it's it's hard when you're in it. It's, it's easy for me to say because I'm outside of it. But that's what 
at least communicate to him. <laughs> I'm probably listening in the yeah. other room like, oh, geez, they're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> poor man, poor man. But yeah, yeah. but it's, a, it's about longevity and like, you know, you've got a son and you need to think about these things. But it's, makes, it's, but it's like anything, make simple changes. Don't make it really difficult. People won't do it. You have to like bring, introduce things in really easily. Yeah, and I like your idea of like putting the cortisone and the marigold cream together. Yeah. And and then start making those changes because I could see why so many people, like if you just come in like, oh, try try my herbs instead of your conventional medicine that they might be put off by it. So, you know, try putting them together and then letting them see the difference. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It is, it's not saying, because I have people that come in and go, oh, I'm not giving up my red wine or I'm not giving up my chocolate or whatever. I'm going, well, I don't want you to. Up to you. I, but I just think if you do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, it's fine. You can't, Don't give up all your chocolate. If that's your go-to and that's what your go-to like de-stressor, why would I take that away from you? But it's like maybe reducing the coffee, having taking, swapping out one coffee for one herbal tea and then building it up. It's just because we're, we're, we're creatures of habit. We're used to certain things and um, we don't like to change and we know what we like, but it's not saying you can't have it. It's just have less of it. It's like, if you come back to the whole diet analogy, if you want to lose weight, you've got to start putting, you know, eating all the carbs. That's just a no brainer. However you want to go about it. But if you say to people, oh, I don't want to have so much stress. Well, okay, reduce your coffee intake, introduce your energy intake, energy drink intake, but then you need something, then you go and have a green tea or you have, um, I don't know, like a mushroom coffee or something that's still going to give you the boost and the energy, but you're going to feel the benefit of it. And it's about not being afraid to experiment. It's try it and then try half dose even with medicine we do sometimes with people on half doses so they get used to it because herbs you know tinctures can be quite bitter and people put off so we say just do a half dose to get used to it have it with a little bit i've had people put it in fruit juice because they can't stand the taste but then they got used to it it's about little by little by little it's like what do you really want to achieve if it is it really important for you to get healthy is it really important to improve your skin if it isn't carry on what you do but if it is then try little changes that's the way to do it yeah little changes and they really start to add up over time and it's more they do exactly and you're more yeah. likely to, to stick to it if you know you have these exactly yeah so what are some exactly. maybe common herbs that we like put in our food and we just think of for flavor but that actually have medicinal um effects on our well there you go that's interesting because i thought about that i thought when i was going to think what to recommend for these they're really easy ones to grow and there'll be things that you you could cook with and that you would you can use medicinally so i've got down here things like mint you can use there's all different types of mint like garden mint peppermint you know um what you call it spearmint really all of those amazing again they're all Basically, all of these are, have got essential oils in them, these kind of herbs. So essential oils are anti-inflammatories, they're calming. So you could put like the mint, you can make mint tea. You know, in certain cultures, they have mint tea. There's a reason it helps the digestion, but it's also, it calms things down in the body. So you could do that. Things like rosemary, again, you use it in cooking, really um, fragrant, really good for coughs and colds. You could... Um, make a tea with it but in the in the winter you could put into uh just dry the rosemary 
all of these you need to dry them like in an oven at low or low heat once you've grown them and the rosemary you can put it in a bowl of like hot water and steam your face no your head over it that's amazing um what else have i got but and the mint is a good one for colic again chamomile like chamomile and mint tea for children and babies lovely just have it and you can give them like a spoonful like for colicky any kind of colicky conditions digestion um also cinnamon is amazing but you obviously wouldn't grow that but you can put that with any of these kind of herbs cinnamon is again really good for blood sugar so anyone who struggles with the whole blood sugar you know overeating or sugar get that into their diet that makes such a difference so simple things like that and then the fever fugue which we talked about earlier you can get the good fever fugue plant and marigold you have to if you wanted to get like really get into this if you grew the marigolds and basically the marigold flowers and then you could um you could even just steep them in like olive oil let them steep for a you know, probably about a month or so, and then you've got a really nice marigold infused oil that you could use on the skin. But it would be easier to start with the marigold cream because it makes life easier. But things like that. So basically, any any of these herbs can be anything you can think of using the kitchen. You can grow it outside and bring it in. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> so let's say there's there are people who you know don't have space and they don't want to grow herbs. They don't have the time, the energy, or even like the want. To, to grow herbs at all um yeah I guess where can they get started or do you recommend tinctures maybe what are some like go-to tinctures that they should always have around the house oh yeah yeah mm. simple ones let me just think tinctures let's be careful they have to get them from a proper you know supplier so I think they'd be better off to just get teas just go go and get teas basically get them simple things like i think like chamomile tea every house should have chamomile tea that's an amazing thing they can have things like let me think just useful um oh my god let me think thinking about oh aloe vera you can have aloe vera everyone has aloe vera and then what you can do with that is have essential oils pick the ones you like and a few drops of um essential oil in aloe vera amazing lavender again anti-inflammatory calming um i'm just trying to think of really easy stuff that they could use garlic would you believe garlic's perfect everyone has garlic in the house you could even chop garlic and put it on a wound if you just want to heal something it will heal it really quickly and easily um another on the garlic theme onion, onion and garlic syrup chop and it doesn't taste of onion garlic it tastes fine chopped onion chopped garlic uh, with honey over the top brilliant for like it will kill flu uh, um it will kill colds all those kind of things um yeah just think uh, things like uh, fenugreek is another really good dried herb and it's really good for breast milk with women that struggling with breast milk fenugreek put it in the food it's going to help their breast their milk supply it's just so many little things. You don't have to get really complicated with it. Just like just use fresh herbs from the supermarket. You can dry them, you know, not difficult. Just dry them. You can start using them at home. So things like lemon balm is a lovely one. Um, if you can get that herb, that's a really coming back to the sort of mental health and calming. Lemon balm, but you'd want to get the proper leaves from a proper, you know, like um 
herbal supplier, make sure it's a quality one. And it's a tea, again, really calming. If someone's going through stress, lemon balm tea really calms them down. I think these are simple things that, you know, people to do. Just make it into food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of times we're using them anyways, so at least ooh, using them more ooh. intentionally. Mm, mm. Well, things like chili, really good for your blood pressure. Get your blood pressure down. Just oh, wow. get them, chop them, get them in there. Yeah, things we take for granted. And like I said, again, and, and garlic's another one of those blood pressure ones. Getting lots of garlic bring your blood, brings your blood pressure down. But um, things like cabbage, like you can actually use cabbage on joints if people have got arthritis. Because I had one a young, young, young girl, she's 12, and I got her mum to put cabbage poultice on her hand because she had a problem with her hands. It was arthritis in her hand. So basically wrap her at night, put cabbage leaves and just wrap it around with a bandage. And that was really helping draw out the toxins. It was helping her arthritis. So. Wow. I've heard of um, putting like <laughs> cabbage leaves in like your bra if you're trying to dry yeah, up. Yeah. So I've heard of that. Yeah, but it's because it's the acids in it. Yeah, they draw out the toxins. That's what it does. That's why it's so important on joints. And nettles, again, nettles for joints, like joint problems. And it sounds awful, but, you know, people that bash their hands and joints with their nettles, it draws out all the um, poisons and it really helps. And dandelion, dandelion tea. Because dandelions, they grow everywhere, but you have to be careful you're getting them, you know, like in a clean area. And you can you can dry the um, the roots of the dandelion. It makes an amazing tea so that supports like the gallbladder and the liver. So it helps with detoxifying. But um, so yeah. What about for? I know you were talking about earlier HRT hormone replacement therapy. What are some herbs that you use instead yeah. of HRT? I'm mm-hmm. really interested in that because I feel like my hormones are a little um, off off of their kilter since um, giving yeah. birth. And I know hormone replacement therapy was something I was looking into a little bit, but I'd love to try like an herbalist approach first. So which herb? So basic, yeah, yeah, no. So you, but I would recommend going to a herbalist to get it. But the the key herbs would be things like there's a couple of key herbs: uh, black cohosh, um, dong quai, and agnus castus. They're the kind of three three main herbs and you can you could but again be really careful you could just get the tinctures like again from a good health food shop blend them together and take those because they will balance it but also after childbirth often things like um your thyroid could be out that's quite understandable so you need to get a thyroid check to make sure your thyroid levels are correct then you could supplement for thyroid to make sure to support that's right because it's um it's just the recovery, so many hormones, you know, you messed around and bring it all back in. But so I'd be really, really careful about blending yourself. I'd probably find someone to do it for you. But they're the, they're the, but if you've got teas of all those, like, because you can get, um, you'll be able to get a sort of um, hormonal balancing tea if you go to rubber. That will help. Just keep it really simple. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm going to try that or, you know, talk to you or another another herbalist because you know if if it's not if it's not my my forte I definitely want to want to learn about it before you know investing my time money and energy into just you know yeah absolutely absolutely. (laughs) so 
So where can our listeners reach out to you and find you and connect with you if they, you know, want to dive more into herbal? Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, I've got a website. It's called www.naturalhealthsupport.co.uk. I'm on Instagram, um, which is it's Marie Mulcahy Herbalist, which is nice and easy. And I've got a Facebook page, Urban Based Health. So any of those places. Awesome. I will put those links in the show notes, but I just want to thank you so much for coming on. I'm really excited Pleasure. to try the marigold cream on my, yeah. on my husband and my son. And um, yeah, this is, this has been a great chat. So thank you for, yeah, but just reach out to me afterwards. If you want anything, you know what I mean? If you want some sort of direction of what and everything, I can send you some things by all means. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> you were the best. That's a pleasure. Well, lovely meeting you and talking to you. Thank you all for joining me in another episode of the Bread Therapy Mama podcast. If you like this kind of content, check out my blog for recipes, how-tos, product recommendations, and more. Just go to breadtherapymama.com. I'll see you all in the next episode.